Ladies and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary. And now, it's time for Fat Guy Loves Cake. With your host, Joey Valentine. Is one piece of egg. What up, fat people? It is Joey Valentine on Fat Guy Loves Cake, and welcome to a brand new episode. Are you ready for some football? Because <laughs> I am. You know why? I'm in a great mood because somebody I know has to suck it. It is January the 30th, 2023, 13023, and the Philadelphia Eagles just trounced the 49ers, and I'm so happy. Now, before I offend anyone on the West Coast, let me just say, it's not the 49ers specifically that I don't like, okay? I think they're a great team. They have a great history. They have a history of winning. They have some of the best Hall of Famers ever. Joe Montana was the shit. I have nothing against the 49ers or the city of San Francisco. But I have this friend, you see, and he hates the Cowboys. And I grew up with him. I've known him since we was kids. That's a long time that I've known this gentleman. He grew up in the same place I did, which is Texas. And for some reason, he flies the red and, well, what color is it? Gold? Red and gold. I know lots about football, but he flies the red and gold so proudly. He's got the shirt. He's got the hoodie. He's got the beanie. He's got the big fucking oversized flag covering his garage. And he loves to talk shit when the Cowboys lose. And yes, the Cowboys lose all the fucking time because it's just what the Cowboys do. And me being a huge Cowboys fan, that pisses me off because he gloats and he gloats and he gloats all the fucking time on Facebook. And the last game that the Cowboys played was a loss to the San Francisco 49ers and a playoff game. That's fine. That's going to happen. It shouldn't have. But San Francisco went in against the best team in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles. And I expected it to actually be close, but apparently they just couldn't keep a quarterback in the game. Their starter got hurt. Their second string got hurt. Their third string got hurt. And it just didn't go well. It was a big, big throttling and it makes me happy, not because the city of San Francisco's team lost, but because now I get to do the gloating. Although I'm going to hear all this shit all week long, like, well, we didn't have our starting quarterback and all this bullshit. And I don't care that you don't have your starting quarterback. If you're going to fucking back up your team, don't make excuses. Don't run your mouth. I've heard so much shit about the Cowboys this last week. I'm not a good sport, okay? I think... Anyone who knows me well, like this person, Ryan, I'll give you his address at the end of the show, knows I'm not a good sport. I don't play well with others. There's a reason I'm the only one hosting this show. <laughs> no, we have fun. We, we, you know, but he, he fucking goes a little overboard. Like, I just, I see him. He's sitting at home with his fucking phone going, ah, I got 30 memes in my pocket just for when the Cowboys lose. <laughs> Joey, take that. Like he's got some giant audience waiting to see him attack me. <laughs> Fucker. I do love you, Ryan. Um, but kiss my black ass for all of your shit. And the 49ers are down. So I'm not going to talk bad about the 49ers on the show. This is going to be a personal thing between me and Ryan. It will be on Facebook. 
in our private chat so that only he, I, and I guess the few people in this world that like him can see what I'm doing to him as I stick it in his tight little ass. Congratulations to the Eagles. They are the best team in the NFL, and they do deserve to go to the Super Bowl because they have the best fucking team. And uh, the Chiefs, they, wow, did they get lucky because the Bengals were coming back, and the Bengals, number 58, I don't know his name, but I know that right there at the end of the game, he did a roughing the passer or unnecessary stupid-ass fuckery, and he pushed Mahomes out of bounds. Like he pushed Mahomes while he was out of bounds, knocking him to the ground, getting a 15-yard penalty and a first down, setting the Chiefs up for a game-winning field goal with only a few seconds left. And man, I mean, I do not want to be that person. And he knows what he did. They showed a long shot of him after the game on the bench crying. He knew he lost the game for his team, and I, I can't imagine. I, I couldn't. I would leave town. I'd pack my shit, and I'd go. I would never be able to bear the brunt of knowing that I cost a billion-dollar operation their fucking chance at the Super Bowl. Somebody going to egg his house. Tonight. Oh, wait, no, they can't egg his house. Eggs are too expensive, aren't they? <laughs> I don't even know why. I keep hearing. like There's things I want to read about, and then there's things like you can't help but hear about. Because they're like always in front of your fucking face. And I keep seeing headlines that are like, eggs are so expensive. And I keep seeing memes about people like, oh, he went to Zales and he opens the little ring box and there's an egg in there. And I'm like, okay, something's going on with eggs. Eggs are really expensive, but I don't fucking care. It has nothing to do with me. Inconsequential to my life. If eggs are expensive now, they'll, they'll go back down one day. Just like fucking gasoline. I don't care. I'm not, a, I'm not freaking out over eggs. The whole world's freaking out. What is it? Why are eggs so expensive? If I had to guess, I'd say uh, they probably got mad chicken disease or something, and uh, they're all shitting out eggs that turn people into zombies or something, and they had to nip that in the bud. <laughs> Just a wild guess. I don't know. I don't care. If I want eggs, I go to IHOP. Until IHOP increases the price, I don't fucking care what eggs cost. For those of you who missed the game, the 49ers losing to the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, I do have a quick wrap-up. Uh, let me play it for you. It's really hard to listen to, but uh, check it out. And now, the NFL on Fox. Good afternoon, I'm Joe Buck, coming to you live from this championship game between the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. We're live here in Philadelphia, what's sure to be a great game, and alongside me today is, for some reason, Charles Barkley. Yes, thank you for having me, Joe. Uh, looking forward to some people throwing the ball, uh, maybe touchdowns, getting some things going, uh, football players. They get it to do Charles Barkley. All right, well said, Charles. And we're just about ready to get underway. San Francisco will have the ball first. Quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is set to take the snap. Oh, and his ankle is snapped in two. That's the most horrible thing I've ever seen. Yes, when a leg snaps like that, makes me think of pretzels. I'm going to go get some pretzels. What a horrible loss for the San Francisco 49ers right in the beginning of the game. They'll have to bring in backup quarterback Brock Purdy. Purdy lines up in the eye formation. Here's the snap. Oh, my God. It looks like his arm snapped in two. A bone is sticking out. What a horrible series of events to start this playoff game. I'm back. They don't sell nachos. 
Well, it looks like now the San Francisco 49ers are going to have to go for their third-string quarterback, and that's Josh Johnson. Johnson making his way onto the field. Oh, my God, he tripped over his own shoelace. I've never seen an ankle band that way. That's disgusting. The 49ers are all out of quarterbacks. And I'm just receiving word the 49ers are going to start their medical trainer. He is 75 years old, but he did play some high school ball in the position of quarterback. All right, they're getting him suited up now. He's putting on his helmet. Oh, my God, his neck is broken. Oh, I'm going to be sick. Get the helmet off of him. Absolutely heartbreaking stuff there. That's just tragic. Uh, welcome back to Fat Guy Loves Cake. And I am Joey Valentine. Let's move on to another story here. Surgeons extract condom-wrapped banana a man ate in hormonal rage fit. That's right, a 34-year-old man had to be hospitalized after eating a banana wrapped in a condom in a fit of rage, which resulted in serious bowel blockage. Yes, that's right, folks, you heard it right. A condom-covered banana, this man, he accidentally swallowed it. Yes, I'm doing air quotes because I want you to know that I don't believe you swallowed it with your mouth. <laughs> Too many air quotes. Anyway, he was taken to the hospital, and uh, he, like, he goes in there, and he says, uh, I haven't pooped in a few days, and I was just wondering if you guys could take a look and see if you could figure out what's wrong. Like, like he didn't fucking know. And let's say in, like... <laughs> In fucking fantasy land where this man lives that he did swallow it with his mouth and not his tight little ass. Let's say that he did swallow this banana with his mouth. Now, how is he going to not poop for two days and then not come to the conclusion that a giant latex wrapped piece of fruit he swallowed whole might or might not be the problem? You know, Doc, I'm having these issues with my intestines. Nothing comes to mind. Oh, that's right. I took a whole banana. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You do not swallow a whole banana. Okay. I've seen pictures of it. They showed it after they removed it from his rectum. And it is like, you know, the fully extended condom with a fully sized banana. I mean, it's, it's turned into pudding at this point because it's been through so many twisty, turny curves inside the man's guts. But, uh, no one swallows a banana of that size without gagging on it or choking on it on the way down. No, no, sir. Somebody went fishing. And uh, anyway, that's not the point. Whatever, whatever makes you happy. But uh, the man's seen, you know, he's like, I, I, that's right. In a fit of hormonal rage, he wrapped a banana in a condom and he swallowed it. He does have a history of mania and depression. And people do act very unreasonable and very uh, impulsive when those things take over. So I'm not poking fun at that. I am, however, not going to go to the doctor with a light bulb in my ass and be like, I swallowed it, but I just can't get it through the finish line. <laughs> Mr. Valentine, you've got to stop coming in here with things in your ass. I'm not putting things in my ass. I just have a bad problem with swallowing stuff. 
by the way, the picture of the banana in the condom is absolutely repulsive. <laughs> Looks like banana and chocolate pudding. <laughs> so, how? What, this is a major news site. This is MSN. Why would they put the picture of the fucking condom banana in there? Anyway, this guy went through like six months of therapy, physical therapy, PT for the banana in the colon. And uh, he, um, <laughs> at the end of the article, it actually gives you his, like the breakdown. Like after three months, doctors put him on a light fiber diet and he reported normal pooping. After six months, he returned to normal activity. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? Now he's allowed to have a high fiber diet. Like, why are they avoiding fiber? <laughs> Trying to get, make sure his O-ring doesn't get blown out from too much use after the giant banana that was crammed up in it. I'm having too much fun with this one. I'm having too much fun. I am so sorry. <laughs> We're going to take a break and uh, hear a word from our new sponsor. Hi, I'm Dr. Rock Hard, and I've been in the gastroenterology business for over 20 years. Have you accidentally swallowed a banana, a set of keys, or perhaps something phallic-shaped and are now having trouble going poopy? Come by my office of professionals, where we specialize in removing those annoying little bowel obstructions. No questions asked, and we guarantee an actual happy ending. That's Dr. Rock Hard, Butt Stuff MD. Dr. Rockard is not an actual doctor. If you see him, you do so at your own risk. Proud sponsor of the Gay Olympics. We take food stamps. All right. Let's see what's going on in the music world. an interesting story of the music biz going on. Uh, this one involves Mr. Rick Astley. That's right. And no, I'm not going to Rick roll you. Uh, I think that's uh, run its course over the last two decades. Just in case you're not familiar with who Rick Astley is, he was a one-hit wonder in the 80s, had a song called Never Gonna Give You Up. If you didn't know it was by Rick Astley, I'm sure you know the song, Never Gonna Give You Up, Never Gonna Let You Down, etc., etc. I'm not going to sing it. Uh, he's well known for being a white man who sounds like a black man, yet is incredibly white, and uh, he's irrelevant to anything but being a big, you know, internet joke at this point. Now, along comes a rapper by the name of Young Gravy. <laughs> oh, man. I, I can't get past that. See, the word gravy. I love the word gravy. I love gravy. But it only has two connotations for me. One, being actual gravy, and two, use your imagination. And I don't see why anyone would ever want to name themselves Young Gravy. Like, I wouldn't want to call myself Lil Spunk. Or, like, MC Jizz. <laughs> Sir comes a lot. Well, you get the idea. So, Young Gravy... <laughs> who I was so sure was going to be an African-American, is not. He is a white man who dresses a lot like Macklemore and Kid Rock, uh, if Kid Rock wore suits. 
if that only makes sense in my mind, but just trust me. Here's the deal with Ashley and gravy. <laughs> Sorry, you can't. I can't say the word gravy anymore. Rick Ashley's song, Never Gonna Give You Up, was public domain, which means that the rapper could use it. We'll call him YG. It's <laughs> still laughing like a fucking tard. Okay. It's public domain. That means that Gravy was able to use it as a song, as a beat, okay, and then rap over it. That's what rappers do. It's very popular. You take an old tune, and then, you know, you put a rap beat to it, and then you rap on it. It's fucking cool. It always makes for a really good song, because you know the song originally was good, so now, you know, you got a talented rapper putting some lyrics to it. It's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun for us white folks. When we hear, (laughs) I love a good Michael Bolton (laughs) rap song. So anyway, there was no problem with that. Rick Astley is suing Young Gravy for impersonating his voice. Okay, let me go ahead and set you up with a clip here. This is the uh, the first verse of the song called Betty by Young Gravy. What's your baby mama at the crib and blow her back out? Shorty Filipino and she call me Manny Pacquiao. Alley hoop without the hoop, they call me Jerry Stackhouse. Days and out in public, but your mama made me snap out. Before I get the dog, got the morning routine. Wake up bright and early to some brand new cream. Floss three times, baby, y'all so clean. Gravy got cheese now, that's poutine. Oh, All right, pretty good, right? Oh, and before I move forward, I would just like to mention that the very last thing he said was something about gravy and got cheese like poutine okay if you don't know what poutine is it's something in canada and it's basically what they do is they take a bunch of french fries and cheese and brown gravy and they just mix it all together and it's like a delicacy in canada okay fries cheese gravy uh i don't know if this guy is canadian he is white so that is a possibility I'll have to look into that. But either way, pretty good, right? Right? Okay. Try and be unbiased. Be subjective here, okay? As far as raps go, as far as that style of music, I think it's pretty good. You got a good tune. You've got a good flow. All right? Now, I thought that the reason he was getting sued for impersonating Rick Astley was because of because he was using his song. But like I said, it's public domain. He has no right to sue him because it's not his. Here's the chorus. Never take a L no more. So I'm like, okay, Rick is suing him because he used his song. But no, it has nothing to do with the music. He's suing him because at one point in the song, someone sang like Rick. And this is the part he's being sued for. That right there, Rick Astley is taking Young Gravy to court because some guy went, good morning, and he's being impersonated. That is some really low, petty shit, man. I mean, wow. And since when can you not impersonate someone? My God, you think if impersonating someone was a, was a crime that was suable, then the whole cast of Saturday Night Live would be in dire straits. And then it didn't even sound like Rick Astley anyway. It just sounded like some, I don't know. Anyway, that's what Rick Astley is suing Gravy for. And, you know, 
I really wish I could <laughs> I could be a reporter on this case. I want to be there when the judge says, okay, case number 102-45, Ashley versus Gravy. <laughs> now, Mr. Gravy, <laughs> is it not true that your backup vocalist sounds just like Mr. Ashley, my client, Mr. Ashley? Yo, we don't sound like Mr. Astley at all. In fact, if anything, Mr. Astley should be proud because we're showing him respect. We should, you know, we're giving him props. Mr. Gravy, may I remind you that you are under oath in here in this occult room. <laughs> Mr. Gravy. Fat Guy Loves Cake at Yahoo.com. Fat Guy Loves Cake, the YouTube channel. Please check it out. Hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be nice. Everybody have a wonderful, wonderful week. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules and so do I. A full commitment for what I'm thinking of. You want to get the stuff in the old Oh, I just want to tell you how I feel it. Gonna make you understand. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna burn. Oh yeah, right there. Oh fuck, don't move. There it is. Up, 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 up.